2: All right. This is the prime segment of the show, Lee, where kids are in the car. Your dad, your mom forced you to listen to the show. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Bet you can run laps around your political science and history, teachers. I'm sure. So, yeah. Um, I, and I want to read this because this is every parent's horror. And we know how easy it is for this to happen. But I'm telling you, I have teenagers now, Lee. You warned me about this one time. what this would be like and you were right yeah um so when you're a teenager you think you're indestructible you do i did you just feel like you're gonna live forever nothing's gonna stop you well let me assure you a pine tree will stop you yeah it's pretty unfeeling headline 17 year old driver thought he'd be cool thought he'd show off driving a key of soul on 95, I-95 in North Carolina, Johnson County. Johnston County, excuse me. 104 miles an hour. Boom! Mm-hmm. There he goes. Because why not? It was 2.39 a.m. Monday morning. Got his parents. They're never going to live. They're, they're never going to free of themselves. 17 years old out at 2.39 a.m. Probably thought, hey, there's nobody around. I could do 104. We know he was doing 104 because a highway patrol trooper's radar clocked him. Trooper immediately turns on the lights, goes flying after the car, but lost sight of it. He wasn't able to catch up with the kid fast enough to save him from himself. The car used exit ramp 93, ran off the road, hit several trees. It left 17 year old Alan Lee Lockamy trapped in his car. Took him several minutes to die. Ditto for Freddie Saris, just 17, of Clayton, who was also riding in the front passenger seat. The two found themselves pinned between what was left of the car and the tree. You don't die right away when that happens sometimes, the end's pretty bad sometimes takes them a while to get to you into the car because you've smashed it so badly the backseat passengers were not wearing seat belts they died immediately both of them christopher wayne jackson 17 of smithfield and samaj lejai williams of smithfield he would have turned 16 in four days he was just 15 years old probably never knew what hit him both flying out the window You know, I had one time on the radio an EMT call me and say, "Look, the worst part of my job is when they will run the car into the tree. It's usually a tree. Sometimes it's another car. They run the car into it, and the only thing keeping them alive, weirdly, is the fact that they're pinned. Right? Because the second we pull that car out, you're not pinned anymore. You're gonna lose the rest of your blood. It's gonna go fast. No. And and I have to. T- I couldn't believe this. It's never got. I've never got out of mind. I have to tell them." We're about to unpin you from the car. You will die when that happens. We cannot save you. We want to let you know that. And I said, you, you, you tell them that? Yes, we do. Wow. And they have a variety of reactions, as you can understand. I, as you can imagine. I, I don't want to tell you that. But, um, and a lot of times your body's in shock, so you don't realize how badly injured that, that you are. So, do not... Get in a car with someone who is irresponsible because you're putting your life in their hands. If the person in the car is driving out of control, I, look, I know it can be hard to be the only one saying no, but you gotta. I'll never forget me and uh, some of my girlfriends from my sorority. We went out to another girlfriend's house on the, on the coast. She was dating a guy out there. He was a police officer, amazingly, and an idiot. He was about 23 and he had been uh, drinking Kind of, I mean, not to to excess, but he'd been drinking and he thought he'd show off, I guess. And he was doing over 100 miles an hour. And the other, my other shorty sisters in the car, and you could tell, I could tell from their body language, Lee, they were nervous, but they didn't say anything. And I just had this absolutely overwhelming feeling I got to get out of this car. I'm going to die. And I started, you know, asking him, stop, pull the car over, stop, let me out. And he's laughing at me because we're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's literally the country. Uh, and, you know, there's like a forest. He's like, there's not even light out here. You're going to want me to let you off. And I'm like, yes, let me out of the car. And he's like, you're going to get raped. And I'm like, that's better than going another mile with you. Let me out of the car. And I got really, really, and he yelled at me, and I yelled at him, and everybody else was quiet, you know, that awkward silence. And finally, one of my girlfriends, the one who was dating him, said, you know what? Hey, just let me drive. I haven't been drinking. He didn't like that. Uh, But eventually, he pulled the car over, and he was mocking me the whole time. And... Um, I was just very shaky. It was very embarrassing to have to confront a person like that. It was very awkward for all of us because I was the buzzkill, right? But I just had this sense like I'm going to die if I don't get out of this car right now. And I was. I was willing to walk, for ta- walk to town by myself. Um, and I look back at these kind of Lee, and I think mm-hmm. I, maybe that's why I'm here. I don't know. Yep. But we got control of him and he thought I'm a police officer. I could drive drunk and as fast as I want, I guess. And she dumped him later. He was a loser um but uh, but yeah you can end up in that situation you have to advocate for yourself when you do it doesn't matter if the other people aren't saying anything yeah. 17 years old god anyway my husband I sent this uh email by in an email to my kids by the way my husband added on just don't get into a car with a new driver they're just they're not good um that no matter what age they are they're still well, gonna be the old mistakes, adage so.
3: of nothing good ever happens after 11 o'clock holds yes. true I mean that's you know, I, I'm sorry. You know, unless you're working, going to work, or coming back to work, especially at that age, th- there's no reason to be out there. There's no reason.
2: 2:39 a.m. By the way, so that's Monday night. So this is school night. I mean, like, you know, wh- and what is a 15 year old doing in a car with a 17 year old on a school night? Where are the parents? I don't, I don't know. And, and they're going to have to live with this for the rest of their lives. Yep. They're all dead. So this is a 17 year old showing off, driving like a fool, killed three of his friends and himself on i-95 speaking of which lee i this so this is i-95 in north carolina you're wondering where this is this is johnston county north carolina that's around raleigh i believe yeah uh 95 in south carolina i don't know if you saw this just named the most dangerous highway in south carolina okay i i I, and i had to double check this because i like wow Average is get this. So if you're on 95, just be careful. It is the most dangerous highway. Third average is 30 fatalities a year on 95. Yeah. Um so that is it's a very dangerous place uh, to be driving. Um according to the uh folks who did the assessment, I have it it's uh, car insurance comparison. Three listen to this. 244 crashes uh, between 2008 and 2018, 244 crashes on i 95 and 301 fatalities. God, that's a killing field. So, I, you know, I want to crowdsource this, Lee. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Uh, and I know there's people listening who know the answer. So text it to me or email it to me. Preferred text because I'll see it faster. Um, if you're an EMT, if you're a police officer, if you're out on 95, you're nodding your head right now, what is the most dangerous section of 95 in South Carolina? Could you tell us? Maybe give us some exit numbers. Is there a place... Uh, that's worse than the others because you got to have seen these you have to have seen these fatalities um, and know what the worst is sections I bet it's just it's got to be people dying again and again
3: uh, in the same places so terrible right yeah I that's 95 to me I think uh, and just just thinking about what I know about that area it's very rural for the most part so you probably got a lot of high speed because everybody says you know hey I'm I can go ahead and you know, exceed well over the speed limit here. But it's also the, the main thoroughfare if you're headed to Florida.
0: Hmm.
3: So you've got a lot of out of state drivers. Yeah. Not, 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 I'm not saying that the out of state drivers are the ones where all the fatalities are. That's certainly not the case because, but uh, that, that may have something to do with it um, because you've, you're going to have, you know, folks going north and south out of Florida up to, you know, North Carolina, Virginia, whatever um, in that area. And like I said, it's, it's pretty rural for the most part on 95. Um, So you may have a lot of high-speed situations, and of course, as as speed increases, the chances of fatalities increase exponentially.
2: rights Tara, the condition of I-95 is terrible. One big pothole. Did we pass a tax? That was no way. Yeah, sure,
1: right, Mm -hmm. right.
3: Yeah. Gee, there was a gas tax that was a certain governor um, who said that they were opposed to that then uh, signed it into law later. What was uh, that governor's name? Um, That was Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. The one
2: running around New Hampshire yesterday, or last week, I should say, telling everyone she never raised taxes. No. I was like, maybe in another time-space continuum, but not in this one. Jeez.
0: Call from mom. Answer it.
2: Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
2: I'm about to tell you something so mind-boggling that it was actually on my mind for a lot of the day yesterday, just because something we've never seen before. Imagine this, a country so criminally gone and corrupt that not one, not two, but three ex-presidents publicly announce their plan to break the law together. Three presidents announced their plan to break the law together. Because that's what they're doing. This is a mind boggling story. Three of the five former presidents of the United States have announced their entry into human trafficking. Human trafficking of what? Oh, well, illegal immigrants into the country. Well, wait a minute. That's a crime. Uh huh. It's a crime for which the Department of Justice under George W. Bush and Bill Clinton sent coyotes, human traffickers, to prison for decades. Happened under Barack Obama too. Human trafficking. What, what, what were the coyotes doing? Well, they were helping illegal immigrants as part of an organized conspiracy across the border. They're still in federal prison. These federal crimes come with very long sentences. Or if they're out, they serve decades for that, for doing that in an organized fashion. In other words, you're trafficking people over the border. You're trafficking illegal immigrants who are breaking the law over the border. (laughs) But that was before dual justice. That was before dual justice. Now, if you're a member of the Uniparty, you're helping the Democrat Party destroy what's left of the country. Why, you could break those laws. It's not a big deal, and they are. An incredible, unbefrickin' leaveable announcement from Presidents Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton. They are teaming up together with George Soros to get into the illegal human trafficking business. So exciting. Uh, they're also teaming up with American Express Global Business Travel and Welcome.us, which is a George Soros operation, to, I kid you not, pay for the planes that will illegally traffic... Illegal immigrants who are in the process of committing a crime into the country. Into the country. Let that sink in. Donations are needed to fund the flights for newcomers, they call them, to travel to the United States. The initiative's website page openly declares. By the way, this is John Solomon, former investigative reporter for The Hill. He's reporting on it on his own website, Just the News. Those forced to flee often leave leave behind all but what they can carry. And the cost of international travel could be prohibitive. So sad. So they are doing this with what they call humanitarian sponsorships, and they want you to donate. In fact, they're raising money for their illegal human trafficking operations with no fear whatsoever being prosecuted, like their own departments of injustice prosecuted those who did it at the time. They plan to work with the Department of Homeland Insecurity to charter flights. They're not even hiding. It's right on the website. Charter flights to bring illegals further into the interior of the United States of America. So these are the illegals. They cross the border. The Border Patrol cuts the razor wire to let them in. And now they're, they need a flight. So, hey, George Bush, Barack Obama, and Bill Clinton, go make sure they have one as part of an illegal human trafficking operation. Yeah. So, you know, over the over the over Christmas, I came back to I have never seen anything like this. Wait, I mean, the pictures of the lines at the airports. Hey, you don't have an I.D. We don't know who the heck you are. Yeah. You stand in this line. The stupid Americans who are paying for this mess. They go in the TSA line. They actually have to provide an I.D. But you illegal immigrants, you'll probably vote Democrats. So we'll go traffic you into the country. No I.D. necessary. And if you're a terrorist in and the and the plane blows. Oh, well, it's just human life. More voters will be along after. Why are they doing this? Folks, they could go to prison for this if the law was applied in this country. I'll tell you why they're doing this. Two reasons. They're doing it to stand in solidarity with Joe Biden as he uses your money to fly illegals into the country illegally breaking the law in the process they are standing in solidarity with him why because Americans are beginning to figure out this is going on they are seeing the lines of illegal immigrants in the airports it is trending they are enraged this is the three presidents standing beside Joe Biden defiant in their mutual law breaking so that the media can say well yeah you know but George W Bush doing it too well it's still legal well, he's doing it too to make it okay. You know why else right now? Think about this for a minute. These three have tremendous fundraising ability, okay? If they want to raise money for illegal human trafficking, they can do it quietly behind the scenes. But they didn't, did they? They came out, did it? Why? They are standing defiantly in the face of the American public and saying, screw you. They're standing with Joe Biden. Why? Headline. Because they, they see this in their polling, okay? The Democrat Party sees this. They can always call on George W. Bush to help. Erase the borders, destroy the sovereignty, and assist in the Democrat Party's goal of turning this country blue through the the illegal voter drive. Headline. This is why they're doing this. is why they're doing this publicly. Again, they could raise a ton of money privately. They wouldn't have any problem doing it, but they're doing it publicly to back Joe. Immigrate. Headline from the Hill. Immigration overtakes inflation as top voter concern. Why? They're in... Raged at the illegal human trafficking. People are seeing this on Twitter. They're seeing the signs. They're seeing this. They know this is going on. They're seeing the crowds. So this is George W. Bush and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama working together to normalize human trafficking and violation of law. Absolute lawlessness. And get this. Just a few weeks ago, inflation slash the economy had held strong, number one issue has been for over a year until a few weeks ago. Those photos started going viral and look what happens. Immigration overtakes inflation as the top voter concerned by 11 points. So what has happened is panic has ensued and that's why you have George W. Bush, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama announcing we are funding these illegal flights. We are funding, we are joining in in the law breaking, we are raising money in partnership with George Soros to fly illegals to the country or further into the country in partnership with the Criminal Department of Homeland Security. And it's no coincidence this happens just as the Supreme Court, you know, has that ruling and just as Texas is fighting to get the, the, the razor wire up. They're standing in solidarity like the criminal oligarchic cabal that they are. We are no different than Russia. Russia is run by a criminal regime that is lawless. Ditto for this country. There is absolutely no daylight between us. We are exactly the same. They are mocking you. But Texas is mocking them. Great story coming up. So just had the incredible story of the three presidents banning together in crime to commit crime and, and brag about it in front of the entire country in solidarity with Joe Biden. Um, it's been very—and I'm telling you what's what's going on in this poll. It's been devastating for Joe Biden last couple of weeks, really since Christmas. I came back in from Christmas, and I said—because I spent a lot of time on social media. And I had seen the pictures at the airports trend over and over and over on Twitter. And Twitter is now the harbinger of what people are going to be talking about. This is why they got to put Elon Musk in prison, and they they will eventually. I mean, the Justice Department is pursuing that, criminal charges against him based on nothing, kind of like Trump. So this is bad for Joe uh, because he is openly loading the illegal immigrants onto the planes with no background check, takes their word for it, they are who they are, loads them onto the plane, and then you pay the ticket for them uh, to fly into the interior and be invaded. They launder the money through NGOs, non-governmental organizations. Well, people started figuring this out and an amazing thing happened. They were actually really mad about it. That's how you got this headline, immigration overtakes inflation as top voter concern. By 11 points. I mean, so people are hurting. I mean, you talk about a total increase of prices of 16.9% since Joe Biden took office. People can't afford houses. They can't afford cars. We've documented all that in recent weeks. And yet... They are so enraged about immigration that it surges. Now 11 points ahead of inflation. It's happened the last few weeks. So panic has ensued, okay? The population has figured out they are being replaced in order to build a one-party system, dissolve the borders, end American sovereignty, and ultimately uh, merge America with the world government which has always been the goal of the Bush cabal, and then the Democrats adopted it after George W. Bush taught them how to leave the borders open. He left the borders open just as badly as Biden did during his his presidency. It's just there wasn't conservative media to document it, and he wasn't able to um, invite them, you know, in front of the whole world like Joe did. So his numbers weren't as big, but they were big, bigger than a lot of Obamas. He's a bad dude. Real, real bad dude. So he... And Obama and Clinton have launched this organization openly declaring they will traffic illegals into the country or if they have already broken law and come into the country, they will fly, fly them further into the interior. They are raising money with George Soros to do this. It's a coalition between a group called Welcome.us. That is George Soros' um, group. And... um. Wait, so wait, hold on, let me make sure it's visible. Right, yes, okay. Um, so welcome.us uh, and miles for migrants and American Express Global Business Travel. So they will raise money to import illegals from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Ukraine, but they plan to add more countries. This is human trafficking. And I said, look, if Ken Paxton is serious, if Abbott is serious, Bush lives down on that ranch in Texas, arrest him. You got him, man. You got him, Rico. Haul him out in cuffs. He's a criminal. He's confessing to his crimes. Why are they doing this? They're providing Biden cover so the media can say, oh, it's all very normal to break the law in this way. And look, why wouldn't you if you were George W. Bush? The Justice Department's going to come out after you. It is a jaw-dropping level of criminality and just an open demonstration Laws don't apply to us. They don't. I mean, what do we just see in our in our state? Um, our attorney general. He just had a major bust, didn't he? What did he bust? Human trafficking. Well, what were they? They were trafficking people into the country. For what? Sex. Sell it. Well, it's human trafficking though, right? Yeah. That is literally what they are doing. Arrest Bush. Go down to the ranch, slap the cuffs on, haul him into the clink. If it's good enough for Trump, it's good enough for Bush. And this is the amazing thing. for Trump has never, ever done anything remotely as illegal as these three are doing right now. And the only reason I'm picking on, uh, you know, Paxton is Bush is in his jurisdiction. Get him. Pick him up. End this. End this. Tell them, because if you can arrest George W. Bush for the crime Joe Biden is committing. It will be like an instruction manual to the American people to understand what is going on here and who is doing it and how they are funding it. So Joe is using your money to illegally traffic them and put them on the planes. George W. Bush is raising the money in partnership with Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. It's just galling. But it also means in the court of public opinion, they're losing or they wouldn't have done this publicly. This is a response to the shift in the polls. They're coming out in criminal solidarity with Joe Biden. One of the most remarkable political things I have ever seen. I've I honestly never seen anything like this. Never seen anything like this. But the good news, the good news overnight, I hope this would happen. Texas is defying the Supreme Court. I did the Battleground America podcast on this yesterday. I explained why the Supreme Court justices voted in an unconstitutional way. Because keep in mind, that 30 miles of concertina wire in Texas, it's not on federal property. It's on private property. The Supreme Court is literally saying the Border Patrol can infiltrate private property in order to enforce the collapse of our borders, to for to force the collapse of the end of our sovereignty onto private property. And remember what Ken Paxton's told us, i played you the audio. They are not just doing it um, on that 30 miles. They're going into people's backyards, private property, Border Patrol is, and ripping their fences down uh, to get Joe and George W. and Obama's and Clinton's voters in, to get them in. And when you're talking about that kind of power cabal and these Supreme Court justices are looking at this and going, wow, I'm watching Bush and Obama and all them in lockstep breaking the law. Who am I? I'm just a Supreme Court justice. I'd have to defy all these people, stare them down, and I might get the Clarence Thomas treatment. Where They're very clearly trying to destroy Clarence Thomas. They will remove him from the court uh, if they get enough power. If they win the House, the Senate, and the presidency, he's gone. They're building the case for that now. So Amy Coney Barrett uh, and Roberts, who's a Bush appointee, they know what to do. They know what to do. Facilitate the law breaking. Uh, You know, give it a thumbs up. But again, it's also a sign they're losing, which is good. Which is good. Federal agents need to begin to be ejected from Texas. We're going to have to take our states back, folks. We're going to have to throw them out. There's no other way forward. Or we just give up the country and it's done. And I mean, this shows you the depth of the criminal cabal that runs this country. We have three ex-presidents partnering. Partnering. To break the law in our faces mocking us with it raising money to fly illegals further into the interior oh and their girl is nikki haley now you're seeing where her fundraising is coming from this cabal is obviously working in the background these three presidents uh traitors to their country all traitors to their sovereignty just nasty individuals and that's who is raising money for her that is who is getting her the money that is who is making sure the democrats are raising money for her she's their girl She's their Trojan horse, and she is still very dangerous. I'm going to explain why coming up in the next hour. Texture. Texture writes on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Can't wait for the South Carolina primary. Already tired of hearing the donor dollars flooding the airwaves with Nikki Healy commercials. Text your rates, wise your radio station advertising for Nikki Haley Key. First of all, the host, here's the ads when you do. So I don't make any, a lot of people think I make advertising decisions. I don't. Um, the way that it works for radio stations like ours that are federally regulated, which is to say all of them, uh, we can make two choices during election season. I'm going to explain this early and often. We can either take all ads or none. Those are our options. We, we cannot choose the ads we take. So if you hear it on here, you know, hey, everybody's got a right to respond. Everybody's got a right to buy an now. We can't turn them down. So that is the answer to your question. <clears throat> now, let me tell you what you need to do to stop Nikki Haley, because you need to stop Nikki Haley. I'm afraid what could happen here in the state of South Carolina is folks think, well, yeah, the polls say Trump's going to win by a lot. And, um, you know, yeah, Nikki didn't win in New Hampshire. Or I was Trump just going to stay home. Trump will be fine. That's what they want. That's what the Democrats want. We have an open primary in this in this state. Okay they are going to massively infiltrate it. The Democrats are running a shadow campaign for Nikki Haley. Fox News is completely confused this morning. They said, Nikki Haley's giving a, sounds like a victory speech. Well, yeah, she won. No, 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 she won. Her only goal, and this is why the Democrats spent $30 million on her, was to credibly be the number two. So she couldn't accomplish that if she got 15% of the vote or 23. You couldn't coronate her, as the leader of the party, at 43% what she got, you can. That's what they're buying with their money. You can. Why? The Democrats intend to put her in prison, and they want her, uh, him, Trump, and they want Nikki Haley to be able to credibly argue, look, there's no one even close to me as the alternative. Look, I got 43% New Hampshire. She's going to do it here. You got to chop blocker in the primary. You have got to go out and vote for Trump because they believe they are going to put him in prison. They believe this. To the tune of at least $30 million. I think it's going to end up being $50 they have spent on her. Why? They want her to be the heir apparent so that they can select your leaders for you. And they know, the Democrats know, she is a Democrat.